Well, hello. Uh, this is the Richie Rich and Westifer show. Say hi, Richie Rich. Hi. <laughs> uh, we are coming to you on iTunes and Podbean. We're actually just using the Podbean service this week, which is the first time we've tried that. So if you're a podcaster, uh, I'd actually be interested to know what you use to podcast, because we've been using Spreaker, but I don't really like the app. <laughs> I just don't really like it. We only have limited space on there. So that gets a two star. Yeah, the, the feed didn't work for iTunes. Like there were all these technical issues, and I mean, I know I'm not a very technical person. Seeing as how the first time we actually tried to make a podcast, it uh, didn't even have the microphone plugged in, so there was no sound. But <laughs> and uh, then we were glitchy and sped up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I realize uh, I'm not the most technical person, but it was just too difficult to deal with. But um, Podbean has just been uh, amazing. It's so easy to use, and I really like it. So Five stars. Five for stars. For for, just for being like, <laughs> you know, a podcast for dummies type of website, basically. So, um, well, we're here to talk about this week's trending topics, which, you know, in weeks past, like, a lot of stuff has happened, and I feel like... I've listened to the news this week, and I feel like I've looked at my regular blogs, and I honestly feel like this week has given me very little of an impression to go on, <laughs> it really to be is. honest with you. <laughs> nothing's really stuck this week. Maybe because the rest of the weeks of this year have been so epic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like no, I didn't Everything. know one died this week. No, yeah, they did. That um, that, oh. that um, oh, the, that BMX biker committed suicide. Oh, and do you know David who, Mirror? Do you know who else died? One of that Earth, Wind, and Fire guy, right? Really? Did he died. Someone from Earth, oh, Wind, well, and I Fire. Just, well, did this they is die? Random information for me. I thought, I think so. Well, that's sad. Rest in peace. She yes. sounds so insensitive and old right now. <laughs> I know. Like, I think that's who it was. Maybe or some know. guy from that band someone back in the day passed away this week. Uh, maybe it, maybe it wasn't them, but I think someone did die. So, God, I mean, someone dies every week, of course. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the debates, of course, are happening tonight. There's a lot going on on Twitter about the debates. I personally, you know, we've always kind of said from the beginning that we want to talk about social issues. Yeah, keep it But not necessarily about politics, just because I, I think politics has just become very divisive and it's used in ways that people put people down or tear people other people's ideas apart rather than really you know as to where with just the conversation that we have more of a social aspect of what can we how can we really address these different things and talk about them whether they're you know silly things like movies in hollywood casting white people as michael jackson (laughs) or whether it goes a little deeper but like kanye's um, Anus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of deeper. Speaking of deeper. Um, so, yeah, I don't, don't really feel like commenting too much on politics or anything like that. It's definitely... It still just seems to me like it's still way too far away to even be... Absolutely. Pick your fucking nominee and <laughs> get, like, let's have the election. Like, I don't need all this bullshit. <laughs> So I'm still very bored with that right now. I just don't. I just don't need it. It's good for ratings and certain people up. It, uh, yeah, <laughs> it does. And I actually do kind of feel bad for the. I don't want to say I feel bad for the Republican Party, but I feel bad for actual conservatives because of the Republican Party. Like they just they're 
you know, really kind I will of agree on that. looking Absolutely. a little buffoonish. And I feel like a true conservative is, you know, someone who does have ideals about, you know, just how, you know, especially states' rights and how, you know, government money should be spent and all that stuff. And that should be represented. You yes. know, you should have that point of view. But... Um, represented somehow, <laughs> but I don't really know that that's <laughs> quite what's being represented in the, in the GOP right now. So, um, but who knows? I mean, the Democrats are certainly, you know, I, why are they fighting it out so hard? Couldn't they just decide which one of them's going to be? I don't know. It's part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. It's Every a lot of money, a lot of time. It just seems like could be better spent. If you yeah. I, yes, I agree. What do I know? <laughs> um, one thing that happened after our podcast last week that a lot of people were talking about was um, Grease Live. Did you watch that? I watched a bit of it. Yeah. Um, the actress who played... I'm horrible with Grease. I'm a bad, bad gay. Um, and <laughs> I have not watched a movie in literally a decade. Um, the black actress that was next to the chick from SNL. I need to heard her gum to calm down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she was just making sure that she was noticed, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I saw her lips flapping, the gum popping, and even mm-hmm. when they were in some group scene at the high school, all I saw was her mm-hmm. overacting every little thing yes. in the background. Yeah. That stuck out. And Nick Jonas missed a cue, apparently. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I think he's supposed to sing something and he just kind of paused and just didn't. Oh. But. I thought it was weird that Mario Lopez both <laughs> Hosted the show and yet played a character. Why is on he in everything? Show? Hey, I don't mind. I mean, I he's, he's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, but he, I'm a little oversaturated with Mr. Lopez. Yeah. I love him to death, but he I'm just like, be, what's if he's going to be in everything, he should be required to wear less clothing. That I agree with. That there would you make go. it more palpable to you, maybe. Okay, true story. Yeah, yeah. Caught Speaking me. of which, why weren't any of the Grease guys like shirtless? I mean, you have quite. You have the opportunity. It's clearly I mean, there's gonna even a be scene a gay on the crowd. beach. You know, <laughs> come on. Like, who wears a damn T-shirt on the beach or whatever? Um, clearly, they do weird. in the Greek universe. Do you know what was weird though? Was I actually thought because they mentioned the I think they said 1959, mm-hmm. um, which it made me realize that um, because this particular cast was very like pretty diverse. Yeah. Was um, especially the the coach. They said they had a, a you know he'd been there for the last seven years or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, there's pretty like pretty much no way in that true time period that you would have had black faculty members. Yeah. Or you would have had <laughs> you you might have had integration. I mean, it was it was like four or five years after the whole Brown versus Board mm-hmm. of Education, whatever. But schools were pretty slow yes. to uh, enact that. And I don't know about California specifically, but I do know um, that most places tend to separate themselves anyways. So I'm just not sure at that time that you would have had quite the, the integration that you saw on the stage. And it made me wonder, mm-hmm. given that, you know, as we talked about when we talked about the Chelsea Handler uh, racism episode, uh, the fact that people are being taught in schools now that the Civil War was about states' rights and not really about slavery, and they just kind of swipe <laughs> that to the side. It makes me wonder if, even though I think these inclusive casts are obviously important and it's yeah. good, and, you know, hey, if you can sing and you have the the, the chops to act it out, then awesome. Um, but it makes me wonder if the younger generation watching now 
actually think that's what it was like during that time period. Hmm, that's interesting. Because that was still that. several years before the Civil Rights Act, yeah. which was full um, desegregation where people didn't have to use different bathrooms or mm-hmm. different lines or different you know uh, water fountains or whatever. Yeah. So still, like in that particular era, actually, there's a lot, a lot going, going on. on that's certainly the cast of Grease Live yeah. didn't necessarily represent. Um, so it does make me wonder if people, like kind of the younger kids watching it, were just like, oh, okay. Well, that's how things were back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully their teachers and their school systems are doing a decent job of actually teaching them what actually happened. So they can separate fantasy from reality, but who knows if that's even happening these days. I know. Uh, I wondered then, too, if thinking that, being shown that, then at least maybe that, although it doesn't certainly represent what happened, it at least kind of sets a tone. Yeah. That that, like, you should just obviously accept that now. Yeah. So it does, like I said, it does have its place. I do think it is important to, to have uh, certainly uh, um, everyone represented, but... It just, in that particular time period, was, you know, being a period piece. Yes. And really not being exactly. true to the period. The period. Um, it does kind of make me think about, like, some of the Tarantino films, like uh, Django Unchained and things like that, where you really, it's such a kind of slap in the yeah, face. Yeah, you get the raw, nitty-gritty view of what things actually were, whether you want to see them or not. And then people, I just wonder, if, like I said, if people just think that's all the movies, or that's not how it was, or... I don't know. It does, it, it it does make me question it. So I guess that could be our first question that we throw out to anyone uh, listening: is um, what do you feel about having um, you know roles to traditionally played maybe by a specific race? How do you feel about that being you know kind of changed up and especially in musical theater? I feel like that happens pretty frequently. Yeah. But um, in movies too and things like that. So. Let us know how you feel. You can tweet me at Westifer or Richie Rich nine oh nine, and uh, let us know how, what you think about that, or if there's something that you liked about Grease Live. I thought the coolest thing about the whole um, performance was Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I liked it from the very opening. Jesse J. I love my girl. I love Jesse J. That's my amazing. girl. Yeah, she was. And what I liked was they set you up right from the beginning where they were like, we are not just on a soundstage doing a live musical on a stage. We are on the entire fucking Fox yes, lot. That... Going from stage, soundstage to soundstage. That was cool. You know, the camera props, work. Yeah, props to the camera guys. Oh my god! People are always talking about the stars, the people in front of the camera. Those camera guys are fucking amazing. That was incredible. It made everything yeah. completely seamless. Yeah. And yeah, it was insane. I couldn't imagine working in that type of an atmosphere with that much tension live. Yes, there were a couple. I noticed one little glitch when they were doing the dance outside. I feel like I'm not sure what was going on in the sky, but they uh-huh. panned to one camera and it was a really weird hue and then they just like go oh. back to another camera really quick so you know there's probably someone you know going nuts on a yes. headset <laughs> camera two camera three no camera five oh my god camera six i will say this and correct me if i'm wrong but i believe in greece sandy wasn't good at cheerleading so i was oh. a little irritated that 
I mean, of course, a Julianne Huff, they're going to want to showcase her dancing and yes, blah, 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 blah. Well, that could have made it funnier, though. I Because guess. if she had totally, like, klutzed it up. Sucked and, like, you... tried to do a back handspring and yeah. fucked it up, that would have been great. That would have been really funny. But no, I was just like, wait, this isn't how the story goes. I remember her not being great at cheerleading. I kind of forgot that. And one of my friends actually, I think, brought it up to She's like, wait, she wasn't supposed to be good at this. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. I'm like, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it out loud. But you're, yeah. I completely forgot about that. And yeah, that that would have been funny because it is, you know, her. You and we know she can dance her ass off that's and what, everything else. So. That's what would have made it really funny is you would expect her to be able to kind of nail it. Yeah. Her like totally flop would have been um, pretty hilarious. But of course they, you know, play I can see wanting to, yeah, play up to your talents. I did see the makeup on the girls I thought was really heavy. They definitely yes. blasted them back to <laughs> high school age with that makeup. Some of the guys uh, I didn't really think looked remotely like they were in high school, including the lead. Um, no. Who is like, to be fair, he is like 31 or 32 or something Which is like a great that, age so. and there's nothing wrong with that. But... No, but it's not an 18-year-old in high school. <laughs> Absolutely you know? not. Again, that does kind of add to the humor, but yeah. I, I feel like some of the characters were actually really young. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the Oh, gosh. The girl that was running for class president. Um, that chick. She is pretty young. She's like 20 or something. Yeah. She was great, too. The, the one with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And she hooked up with the nerd at the end and went to prom <laughs> with him. I totally forget the character's name. But um, she was great. But, yeah, she was really young. So um, it was kind of inter- interesting to see, like, who they cast. But the guys were definitely... Um, those shirts were really tight. They were very, very tight. They, they were like just been really off. Tight. But, yeah, they could have you know, grease lightning. Could have that. They could have. Guess had, they wanted to be family friendly. They could have been oiled up. You know, get it? Grease, <laughs> grease lightning. Oh. We should have had a West Hollywood version that would have been one. Yeah, that would have been director's cut. Let's make that happen. Cool. Um. So uh, you were saying um, the one thing from this week that you. <laughs> Kind of only thing during my yeah, busy, my busy week. week that stood out to you was this whole like Rihanna. Rihanna, did you hear about that at all? I or the specifics about it. I only know that there's some type of controversy because her quote unquote million album sold was actually sold units. However, they're doing this to. Samsung. Samsung, which yeah. then distributed them for free. Exactly. So it wasn't as though a million people actually downloaded this album. No. It was basically pre-bought and exactly. given away. Exactly. Which I've always thought was called a promotion. Yes. Like, um, if you're giving away... <laughs> exactly. If you're giving away free shit to, yeah. you know, to promote your album, that's mm-hmm. cool, but I never thought that that counted as, like, a... This whole purchase I'm not a huge Rihanna fan to begin with. Not, I mean, I like her music, I like her singles, whatnot. Um, I don't really follow her as an artist because I just she just kind of seems like she's just kind of there. With and is kind of just given the image that's been given her, and I think as long as she has a clothing allowance and a weed allowance, then she's fine. Um, and that's I don't think she cares about the. You not really into the her music. Artistry I think some of her music, of her music, music is well produced. Yeah, I mean, I think she's there and she's present. She does, she does the job. Um, yeah, I don't she's see not... an artist in her. Mm. I just see that she's just kind of there for shock value. Well, she's not a dancer. I mean, she's Absolutely definitely not. not a dancer. Not so... the best vocalist. And she's but, definitely not... You know, she not... works with what she has. Yeah, she does and I can appreciate that. And she does. I have heard her sing live. Actually, I have um, heard her sing. She does uh, perform. And yeah. All that stuff. But, yeah, I do 
kind of feel like I'm not entirely sure, you know, who she is actually per is. se, you yeah. know, or what or what message she's trying to kind of exactly. get across. But I guess you could say that about a lot of people. If yeah, you're really into them. You're like, what is Lady Gaga really about? Really like, you know, yeah. She says it's supposed a lot to be of... weird, but then she models for Versace. You know, so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, yeah, but this whole th- I don't know. I think it just kind of cheapens the whole certification situation, which a lot of that is payola anyways, and y'all know that, but I'm sorry, tweeting that, yay, my album's gone platinum, no, a a huge company purchased Mm -hmm. a million copies of your album and then just distributed it for free, right, it's, that's not, I mean, I guess technically you sold a million albums to Samsung, well, see, that's what I find interesting, because I would think that would be a backdoor deal. Where they would never say that. Exactly. Samsung not. would distribute it and they'd be like, oh yeah, it's part of our promotion. And the, Especially but, nowadays. But the, since I guess they wanted so it to, to knowledge count, and right. everything. You would like, think there'd be a backdoor deal where it was like, yeah, they paid her for it, but yeah. they weren't really going to talk about it. But they had to yes. because they wanted to count it towards her record sales. Exactly, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> like that's, I mean, anyone can just buy a million copies of an album. And right, so that's who's to say, like, okay, if, uh, you know, uh, Madonna is like, well, fuck that then, I'm going to buy two million copies exactly. of my own album right. when it comes and out then, bam, tomorrow. And double platinum and certification. Double platinum. Like, that's just, come on now, that's a little, and I guess um, the first couple of days, I think 460 people actually bought the album. Oh. And I think now, because um, the RIAA is actually counting streaming, towards mm-hmm. album sales now so I can't remember how many exact times you have to stream a song or an album um, to have a count towards a sale but they're sorry my phone's gone but they are um, counting that in conjunction with actual sales so I guess it ends up being like 170 some odd thousand copies were sold in the first week mm-hmm. which isn't horrible by anyone's standards but yeah. it's not a million copies right in a day and a half after it was out. Yeah. So, I just, I don't, I, I don't agree with it. I mean that, and yeah, it's like, what does that even? Right, it just seems, um, you know, like you're stacking the deck. So who's specifically counting this? So like Billboard's counting it as album sales? Billboard, um. The music, like the, who Billboard gives, is the, not. Who it's, gives the. It's the RIA. Uh, the, the RIA, RIA okay. Yeah. Um, so they they're are the only ones it. doing it. Um, Nielsen SoundScan and Billboard, I believe, at this time are not counting that. Okay. At all, due to actual people not buying yeah. that album. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess we'll see what she ends up charting at. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But yeah, and, and the single she put out, a lot of people weren't feeling it really. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan. Um, it goes really. Down to her island roots, and that's awesome. I appreciate anyone kind of bringing their own little background into their work. No pun intended, her song is called Work. <laughs> but um, I did have a chance to listen to the album. I'm not that impressed. It's kind of boring. Um, and I've always said that Rihanna is one of those people that needed to have an album every single year like she was, because she's not one of those people like a Beyonce. Or really anyone else that you form a connection with outside of her career. Um, And I always question what would happen if Rihanna took more than literally a year off. 
because she's literally had an album every single year since she came out. Yeah. And she's always just kind of been in the public eye. So that's (laughs) kept people interested, and it's the first time it hasn't happened, and now it just doesn't seem like it's really working in her favor. But... I mean, I guess enjoy your platinum certification by any yeah. means necessary. Yeah. It just seems weird to me. It seems like it's just kind of a slap in the face. You're to other a cheater artists. and a fraud <laughs> and a fake. You lying we bitch. Ro- we were rooting for you. You fucking <laughs> lying bitch. Where's Tyra Banks when you need her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, well, Rihanna, of course, released her shit. And then Beyonce, just today actually released her new song and video and she's yes. rocking like I think it's funny really the whole... really long what? braids and um, this kind of interesting look for her so I'm playing just a piece of the video I don't know how to fast forward it so there's like stuff going on but um, we'll listen to this a little bit in the, this in the background but it's a little slower kind of like her last album was not very poppy. Yeah, I heard the lyrics are actually very captivating. Apparently. Um, but I heard from a friend of mine who's a very huge Beyonce fan. I was funny enough, I guess it was being after. Yeah. Um, that he was not that impressed with it and it was kind of more of the same from her. Yeah. And I can actually see what he's talking about now. Yeah. There's really not much new right. going I, on. The video looks there. interesting, though, to me. Uh, you know, the song sounds kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like her new sound. She, like I said, it's less poppy. It's a little it's a little different, so I don't mind it. I think it's all right. Yeah. I, I, I will say, side note, why do all of her videos look like they're shot in iPhone 5? Uh, Somewhere, yeah, like... Maybe they it, are. It's... It does have that weird kind of like not quite HD looking. I've not seen a high quality Mm -hmm. looking video from her, which shocks me because it is Beyonce. Yeah. But I mean, maybe she's just going. They probably spent a lot of money to make it look that uh, you know rustic or whatever. Yeah, I I mean, I guess Dolly Parton said it best. It takes a lot of money to make this (laughs) cheap. That was my Beyonce side note. I know the vibes gotta come. After me tomorrow morning, social media, uh, most likely. Uh, I'm ready, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, no, I like Beyonce. Although I'm not um, particularly looking forward to the Super Bowl tomorrow or the halftime show with Coldplay and Beyonce. Oh, shit. I actually just forgot about it. You weren't even. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah. Coldplay, I don't mind them as a band. I don't know about. Halftime show, I expect. Fireworks. Yeah. And I expect excitement, and I. I don't think of excitement when I think of cold. No, I think hit my snooze button, or just like <laughs> I'm just laying down in bed and trying to go to sleep, or just want to chill out. I don't. Pick, and even with Beyonce, their song with Beyonce isn't exactly that high energy. No. Or I mean, it probably visually will look really cool. I'm Hopefully. sure that they'll pull out like some stuff for that. Because Coldplay also, I think, I think it was them that during their concerts, and I didn't go to the concert. I don't know this, but I saw on some Instagrams mm. where they had these uh, bracelets that you got when you went into the concert. And at certain parts of the show, oh, they would change the colors, would change color, or like light up, yeah. so you could see. 
you know, the whole stadium kind of light up with all these braces and stuff. So they do have some interesting, I think, like technical and visual things that they'll probably pull out from well, that, which will probably look cause... cool and whatever. But I can't imagine. I would probably like lull me to sleep, especially with the visual. It most like, likely will. will. Maybe it'll be better in person. Down. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too harsh and it will be great tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, I have a couple of friends going to the Super Bowl, so y'all tell me how it is in live when mm-hmm. it happens. But I'm just not that. Meh. No. <laughs> no. I'm never really that. And I'm not a sports person, so I'm never that excited about the Super Bowl. Usually there's some kind of event going on or something happening, but I have zero interest tomorrow. I just don't. And I haven't even gotten like a invitation to anything, so. <laughs> yeah. which I don't know why. I make a really good seven layer Super Bowl uh, bean dip, but um, Wes has brought off his bridges in West Hollywood. Apparently, so. <laughs> maybe it was the bean dip. Oh maybe that. See, maybe it's not as bad as you thought it's it was. It's so good. One's like, "You're a personal traitor. How could you do this to us? <laughs> Look at how much cheese is in this bean." Rihanna, you're a fraud. I know. <laughs> I'm calling Rihanna a fraud, and I'm the one making up for that on Super Bowl Sunday. It's one layer of cheese. Come on. Um, yeah. So I'm not really doing that tomorrow. I think I think I might just go to a movie tomorrow. I want to see. I'm um, jealous. I wish I could. I'll be working. Oh yeah. <laughs> God. We're thinking of uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Let me know how that is. Uh, I'm very I've heard it's actually terrible. About, I mean, what can you really imagine? Right. But... <laughs> well, the thing is, like. As long for me, as long as a movie or a TV show or whatever it is knows what it is and it understands, and like, it. okay, this is you know a cheesy, stupid, you know, zombie movie or whatever. I heard like it kind of would have been funny as like maybe a twenty-minute short film or something like that. Gotcha. Like, a little more entertaining, it's but kind of when you stretch it welcome. to the whole <laughs> ninety-minute movie format, it kind of loses a little bit of its humor. Um, but it'll be fun, you know. Um, I haven't seen a movie in a while. Really? No. Wait, have I? Have... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, as I'm so shocked that you've not seen even like, wait, am I recently? Um, I the last movie I saw in theaters, I can't remember what the hell it was. I know it wasn't Jurassic World. I saw something after that, which is still a while ago. Um, I'm looking forward to Deadpool though. On oh, you Valentine's are. Day. Oh. Deadpool is kind of me as a superhero. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, just smart ass. And... Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the character always being like that. He was. Um, he was always Which like I, that? Always. Always. Yeah, that was like his thing. I guess he's not I even a superhero. He's. remember him being like that, like back in the day. I, um, yeah, because I was actually doing research, because I actually, I don't, I love superheroes, but I never read comics. Um, I was doing research, and I guess, yeah, he was always that person that's like that, that's been his thing. He's been extremely sarcastic. He's mm-hmm. not really a villain nor a superhero. He just kind of falls in between. Right, I remember that. Um, but yeah, um, I guess he's always been very sarcastic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't which I, I don't remember I him no having idea. that personality at all. Um, but I do remember the character, and he's like, you know, I believe he's a mutant, and he has, I don't know, some like super agility and whatever. Heighten something. Yeah, yeah it's all, that, yeah, not always yeah. a thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something's always superhuman. So yeah, I guess I just don't remember that character really that well. So I'm not super excited about that one. Even though I do like Brian Reynolds. Um, 
I think he's a fun actor. Yes, that I like the that sound you hear is the pour of our second glass of, of wine. our week, of our weekly wine. Yes, our weekly wine bottle. As we near actually uh, half an hour now. With the nice thing about podcasts is we have unlimited space. We have unlimited time. Oh, yeah, we were capped off before. That's right. But uh, in the interest of not prattling on about absolutely nothing, uh, we were trying to kind of cap these off. Around yes half an hour Ish. so i did actually have since it was like literally and maybe like a bunch of shit actually did happen this week and everyone listening <laughs> to this is like i cannot believe you fucking idiots have no idea like we are horrible this, human and this, and this and this and this and this happened this week but i seriously this nothing week was stuck de- nothing stuck for me at all so i wrote down just a couple things that i was um one i don't know why i put this down but uncomfortable social situations. I very often find myself uh, either having to go somewhere alone or I don't know. And I'm so like dry and sarcastic as it is <laughs> like to really try to mingle and meet new people. I'm, I, I often have really awkward like social interactions. So mm-hmm. um, I guess I wanted to bring that up and, and ask if you're familiar with the weird awkward situation I or absolutely am but <laughs> i also if anyone's just tuning in i'm a bartender here in the city so i'm kind of just trained to deal with them mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm coming off awkward as hell but apparently other people don't because i'm just so trained to just having small yeah. talk and rambling on about things i don't care about with people i don't know right that's my that whole thing kind of just like helps out it's hard for me to be like who are you what it like yeah. Why do I care? Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I have friends. <laughs> Why? Like, this is an investment of my time. Yes. So, if I'm going to speak to you, it better be good. I just don't know how to get away. Because at work, it's have, different. Yeah, I always I do use have, the excuse of I have someone else to pay attention right. to or something. When I'm in a room, like at a party or a function, even if the person I'm there with wanders off or something, mm-hmm. and I'm just left there. I'm like, I don't know how to stop this conversation and make it just yeah. end so I can... You could probably say you have really bad gas and then you have to... Okay, that's like... gross. I'm not <laughs> doing that. And that would definitely be an awkward... Create an awkward situation, but they probably would stop talking to you as well. Or you could just be like, oh, I'm going to go get some food or, oh, it's... I wonder how long the line to the bathroom is. The only uh, thing that sucks about doing that is when they think you're inviting them to like go get like, oh, I'm, just, I'm gonna go refill my drink, and they're like, oh yeah, I need like, drink too. too. Like, Shit. No, no, just take the hint. I did not say, do you need another drink Be because I'm going aware. to go get one. <laughs> well, that's how I feel. I feel like I actually, even though you know, I'm pretty much an asshole. Like most of that is like a joke. You know, he's what I mean? not like, an asshole. I um. Will totally talk shit to your face, but I'm totally just kidding. Uh, and I and I love it when people like. So do that's what you do too. to me. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, I I love it when you meet someone and like I, my friend Casey. Uh, I think I remember meeting him, and literally within the first like 15 minutes, he was like totally making fun of me. Um, so <laughs> I, I I love it. I was like yes. Um, and that is not all the time. It's not a constant thing, yeah. but you know. Um, but I do find that I, especially upon meeting someone new, I, I am awkward because I'm trying to be nice and like being nice for me is like, oh my God, you'd look less fat today. Or, you know what I mean? Like, 
I use like being nice to me is like joking or being nice to me is saying something fucking yeah, stupid. Kind of poking, poking where with someone new, I'm trying so hard not to be a dick that I come across as just being really weird and awkward. Okay, now I see where you're going with this. Yeah, so I definitely find that, but I do also wonder sometimes too, like, do you know? Okay, so I am aware of it. Okay, I totally realize it when I'm being like weird and awkward, and I do try to like. <laughs> just go like hide behind a planter or something just like oh i have to go um but there are those people who like latch on to you and do they not know that they're being awkward do they not or are they there trying are to redeem themselves people who are extremely socially awkward and, and they don't again, know it, i see this all the time yeah. at, at work but not they don't only know to me but just observing people <laughs> when they're out and about um yeah people just don't know how to deal with public situations or catch yeah. on the social cues. Right. And I think it's just more and more prevalent <laughs> as I get to know more and more people, actually. Um, but, I mean, hey, going back to last week's podcast, just, I guess, download Chelsea Handler's app, Gotta Go. Yeah. Um, you, go. <laughs> you can any, schedule a series of text messages to pop in, and then, bam, you can escape. Yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, I do find that weird. Where sometimes just like, does this guy not realize that he's totally weird, and I do no. not want to talk to no, him? No, people or... do not. Because it happens to me at the bar. I host a I host a club uh, on Sunday nights in West Hollywood. It's it's at Revolver if you're in WeHo. Um, but there are times where like someone's trying to talk to me, or they're like, especially if they're trying to like flirt with me. Where it's like, first of all, I'm, you know, I have a boyfriend. We've been together for three years now. Uh, actually, in April, it'll be three years. Oh, so. yay. Congrats. Yay. Game monogamy. Um, love wins. Um, <laughs> but, so first of all, I'm, you know, have a boyfriend, don't care. Second of all, even if I didn't have a boyfriend, I'm not there to try and, like, hook up or whatever. Exactly. I'm there as the host. I'm, you know, kind of mingling around and making sure everyone's having a good time and that the event has, like, kind of gone off. Uh, whatever. So, that's really annoying and awkward. And it doesn't matter, like, what I'll say. Like, yeah, my boyfriend will be here soon. People or... don't care. Yeah. And <laughs> in our community, unfortunately, about you having a boyfriend, they think that's an invitation to yeah. do something or another. I'm, I'm really worried of people flirting with me. I usually don't get it. Mm. I assume people are just being nice. And I also think that that's part of my job and me just being desensitized to people actually right. being nice to me because that they just, people are nice to the bartenders for some reason. Sure. Your mom, I mean, not for some reason. Well, you're hopefully you're nice to your bartender. Yes, monetarily and <laughs> emotionally. Um, but I don't get it. So my friends are just like, oh, that guy was totally hitting me. I'm like, what, was he? I thought he was just saying hi or saying he liked my shirt or something. But when it is there in my face, I just am known to do the giggle and he 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 yeah yeah that's great thank you and just kind of being stuck there until someone comes and rescues me hopefully so i guess we're all guilty of it yeah what do you guys feel yeah. about that are you how do you guys deal with awkward public situations or just really know. public situations in general because i have some friends who and i'm Specifically thinking of you, uh, Mr. Jeremiah uh, Stroop, where um, I swear I have friends who can walk into a room, not know a single person there. They could probably start up a conversation with a plant or you know what I mean? <laughs> but by the time they leave, like everyone knows who they are. They've kind of connected with different people. Wow. They have like numbers. They're like, oh yeah, I've already had you on Facebook. Like there are some people who are just... I don't, and I don't know if they're all naturally like that or if they've worked at it. I, I believe he said he's worked at it. But okay. some people... 
I can if I'm drinking. Like heavily. <laughs> no, but like heavily. That like that wasn't. Uh, I mean, that wasn't really for comedic yeah. effect. I'm serious. If, yeah. if I've actually had a few drinks, yeah, I can Loosen find myself the wheels just kind a of little bit initiating conversation. But yeah. under most circumstances, I just don't want to talk to people, which sounds yeah. horrible. But I think I just do it so much every day of my life that if I'm not, and my acting just flipped. Um, yeah, life. sometimes I'm not in the mood. <laughs> like if I would just want to go out and hang out with my friend. I mean, I'm very rarely like gone to bars with any other purpose than to just hang out with my friends or yeah. whatever. So typically I'm just like, eh, I'm with my friends. Ugh. So, but yeah, let us know uh, your thoughts on that. Are you a smooth operator in uh, public or are you as socially awkward as uh, <laughs> Richie Rich and myself? So I, we should probably wrap it up. So we amazingly have gone on for a long time for a week where literally nothing happened. Seemingly. Any significance. <laughs> right. Again, people will probably be like, did you not hear about whatever? But no, I didn't hear about it. Uh, we're not talking about that crazy virus that's out in Florida and it's going to kill us all. I don't want to talk about that. I missed we're that too. About, oh. <laughs> I've just been, apparently <laughs> so I've just been checked out all see, week. I'm actually just purposefully kind of turning a blind eye. Like, I don't want to know about certain things. I'm just ignorant, apparently, this week. I don't know what's going on with me. Well, was there something we missed? What was a big trending topic for you this week? Please hit us up and let us know. You can definitely uh, hit us up on Twitter. Again, I'm at Westifer. And I'm at Richie Rich with the Y, 909. Uh, you can also, of course, just comment on Facebook, Podbean, all mm. that good stuff. Give us topic ideas. Someone, yeah. I, I've actually had a few people say we we should talk about sexual-related things. I mean, we could have oh. a sex issue throw it, you know, Maybe we should throw out, like, a sex question you know? in the episode. Bam. And, like, we'll answer it. Like, we'll throw out the question, and we'll each answer it, and then we'll kind of Honestly, throw it out to you to answer on your end. You could, like, tweet us or whatever. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Before we go, then, let's end the show with a sex question. Then. Oh, no. What, what types of questions are they... I've just been told we should talk about sex. <laughs> That's literally people like you should just three different people talk actually. about sex. You guys, uh, and... add some sex into your podcast. Uh, I'm like, it's not a bad idea uh, actually. Sexual creature, somewhat. Oh, no. Um. Okay. Well, I guess one of the first things that you ever like, even now, I think when you go on a gay date, right? Is you always talk about like when you came out, mm-hmm. like when you knew. And of course, like the first time that you like mess around with a boy. Yes. So let's start there. When did you have homosexual relations? Or if you're a straight person, when did you have heterosexual relations? Which is not as not as interesting or exciting or as hot as homosexual relations, but it's Obviously. okay. We'll accept your answers. Not nearly as good looking either, uh, but it's okay. Yeah. We love So you when all. was your first like sexual experience? Especially the, the homosexual, because that's what um, I With my first two, what I guess I considered a boyfriend in high school, mm-hmm. but my best friend, um, Matt, I won't say his last name, but if you went to Beaumont High, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I believe he's still not out of the closet. Um, but it was with him. It started with a game of truth or dare, which most things do in, when you're Ooh. in your teenage years for some reason. And I think I dared him to kiss me or something. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, went in for the kill and started making out. Yeah. And then that ended up to plenty more encounters mm-hmm. of us 
doing more than just making out. So the first time was just making out. First time was just making out, and then after that was a lot more. Um, for about a year afterwards. And that was all down low on the secrets. Yeah, I think in retrospect, everyone knew. Right, right. I don't know what two boys would write notes, long two page notes to each other in class and pass them to each other. Why are they ducking off behind the corner? Yeah, it was so stupid. I remember (laughs) one time. This isn't the first time I had hooked up with someone, but I do remember one time being at a party and trying to sneak away with someone upstairs. But I tripped on the fucking stair. Like, leave it to me, like, gymnast, dancer, you know, yoga, fucking trip on the stairs, trying to sneak around. And I was like, and I told my friend later, I was like, do you think anyone noticed that we, you know, like, ducked out? And he was like, well, no one would have noticed except you fell up the stairs and everyone saw you. I was like, oh. Uh, So for me, I guess my first homosexual experience, um... Was actually, I think it was more than making out. If I really remember it correctly, uh, one of my first jobs, I worked at a coffee shop. No surprise, I'm still addicted to coffee. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and it was a coworker of mine, and he was just kind of coming out. And I think he was maybe a year or so older than I was. Oh, Jason was Cougar. Like, yeah, I was probably like 16 or something like that. And I'm sure I'd already known, but I just can't remember. Other than, like, weird shit that kids do, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you ran around with the neighbor kid, like, naked in his backyard, just as a dare, or, yeah. like, I don't really count that. Um, not to say that's what happened, but I'm just saying, that's an example, <laughs> just randomly out of my, top of my head, sure. of weird things you did as a kid that might seem homosexual. Um, but we actually, like, kind of went out, uh, and I remember, like, actually driving around and, like, parking mm-hmm. in this like abandoned lot and it's like totally um going out of the car we didn't actually have intercourse okay but yeah we like made out yeah, intercourse and, for a while actually it's just more yeah. oral transactions than anything else yeah it was and that was like the first time that i realized that like guys dicks look different because his kind of like <laughs> his kind of like went like a it had like a downward curve a little bit if you know what i mean like hook? not okay. quite the gonzo nose but you know it oh had that God. downward thank you don't have muppets in my head yeah my watch porn um <laughs> wasn't quite that bad but it did and i was like weird <laughs> <laughs> that's different like oh weird i had no idea they were different um, so that was kind of my first experience. So that was me, like, being, like, a little 16-year-old slut in the back yeah, of the car. So. Yeah, your story's way worse than mine. Uh, I mean, I had, a, yeah. I had a lot of weird, like, mutual masturbation situations with oh. straight friends. Okay. Which I guess that's just part of growing up. Apparently, uh, apparently so. I don't remember a lot of that. I'm from a very, very, very small town, so. So was I, um, but. Yeah. Apparently it was on and cracking in Beaumont, California. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe the locker room after a sweaty wrestling practice. No, that I never had that at all. <laughs> but it might have just been a fantasy I had. That I don't was know. probably this fantasy you had. <laughs> I can't remember. I cannot confirm or deny. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of the first one for me, probably like right around sixteen. So, but I definitely knew I was gay before that. So, yeah. so there's our sex question of the week. That's how we're gonna end the show. Yay. What was your first real sexual encounter? Uh, do you remember it? Did you remember who the person was with? Are you do you still talk to them? Uh, how old were you? 
Was what it else? good? Yeah, was it good? Any traumatic experiences? Yeah. Did it teach you anything? I learned that penises are different from person to person. So I learned something in my first experience. <laughs> I am... Yeah. I learned that I was a damn good kisser. There <laughs> very, very important. So with that, we'll say thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, and again, tweet us your uh, responses. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. That's it for another week. Thank you Bye. for listening to Richie Witch and Westifer. Bye. Next week.